Welcome to the Finding True Health Podcast. Are you ready to reject diet culture without rejecting your health? Do you want to feel a sense of peace around food and your body while also creating habits that will help you feel your best each day? Hey, I'm Jenna, a registered dietitian, a committed follower of Jesus Christ, and a middle-aged mom. Not long ago, I felt like I was at war with my body. I believed I needed to reach some arbitrary goal weight to be healthy and happy. But one day, God helped me realize that I was focused on the wrong thing. So I began to treat my body with the love and respect it deserves through both my thoughts and my actions. And that new focus has made all of the difference. Now I love helping other women find true help for themselves so they can enjoy more energy, better moods, and greater peace in their own lives. I'm excited to get started, so let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to the Finding True Health podcast. I am so honored and happy that you're here, and I'm excited to get into my personal story in today's episode in hopes that it can help you. If you happen to be somebody who struggles with sugar, with feeling out of control around sugar, or just feeling like you're eating too much sugar, or frustrated that you can't seem to get your sugar habit under control, hopefully my personal experiences in this area can help you out. Before we dive in, though, I wanted to quickly remind you about the holiday special I have going on for my online course. I'm offering 30% off of my Health Through Habits course, and you can utilize that coupon by just typing in 2023-2023 into the coupon box when you check out. If you listened to last week's episode, I already gave you the spiel, but Health Through Habits is basically a program that is designed to help women eat intuitively and love and appreciate their body and create lots of healthy habits in their life. So you can check it out, see if it's something that might be helpful for you at jennawaitcom slash programs. And there's only a few days left. That coupon expires on Saturday, December 2nd. So let's dive into today's episode. I would probably describe myself as somebody who has a sweet tooth. I've always enjoyed sweet foods. I definitely prefer sweet over salty. And there have been many times in my life when I've gotten very frustrated with myself, when I've felt like I've been overdoing it on sugar and just haven't been able to limit the amount of sugar I was eating. I don't know if having a preference for sweets is a genetic thing. I definitely see in my kids, several of my kids, they seem to like sugar a little more than your average child. So maybe it has something to do with genes. I think I shared in a previous episode about my youngest daughter. I found her under the bed drinking maple syrup from the bottle one day. That's how much she likes sugar and she'll just eat spoonfuls of it from the sugar dish as well. So we definitely have some sugar lovers in the family. And Overdoing it on sugar is super common. I hear from lots and lots of people that they have a hard time eating sweet things in moderation. And there are lots of reasons for that. A lot of times it's just a habit. A lot of people use sugar when they're eating emotionally. You know, sugar tastes good. So a lot of people eat sugar just because it tastes good and it gives us that dopamine boost and it feels good when we eat it. Now, whether sugar or food in general can be considered addictive or not is still under debate, but whether it's technically an addiction or not, I still know that a lot of people just feel powerless and and completely out of control around foods high in sugar. So if this is you, please know that there's nothing wrong with you. You're definitely not alone. I completely understand how it feels. And also, you don't have to feel this way forever. 
In fact, I used to not be able to buy Halloween candy too early in the month, at least not the chocolate kind, because I would eat a bunch of it by the time Halloween came around and then I have to go out and buy more. And it seemed like no matter how hard I tried, I just could not resist that Halloween candy. And now thinking back on it, it's been several years since I've had that problem. I wasn't even tempted by the Halloween candy in my closet the last few years. And it got me thinking, what has changed? Why did I used to feel so out of control and like I had zero willpower around that Halloween candy in my closet to where it just sits there and I don't even give it much thought? So like I said, I'm sharing my story today. So your journey might look different than mine, but I do know that the things that have helped me to overcome my sugar habit have also helped many, many other people with this problem as well. I wish I could say that it was a quick and easy process, and within a few weeks, I was cured of my sugar habit, but the truth is that it it took really years of kind of building line upon line and doing the things that I'm going to be be sharing today to get to the place that I'm at right now. It's definitely been a journey for me with a few key stages, and some of these stages or steps took quite a bit of time to get through, even some of them even years. Others came a lot quicker, but again, your journey is going to be unique to you. Now, I have full podcast episodes on most of the points I'm going to be going over today, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on each point. I want to go through them pretty quickly, but I just kind of wanted to give you a general overview of everything that has helped me in this area, again, in hopes that several or maybe even all of these points can help you as well. So let's go ahead and jump in. The first thing that helped me overcome this issue is that I gave myself permission to eat all foods. I remember in college, I would try so hard not to have any fun foods, trying to be really, quote, good and restrictive. And then I would find myself occasionally completely overdoing it on things like animal crackers. That was generally the only treat I would allow in my apartment. So I would eat a ton of those at night or I worked for a catering company and a lot of times they would have leftover cookies at the end of the day and the employees could take them because they couldn't do anything with them. They were just going to throw them away. So I remember just eating cookie after cookie after cookie sometimes. Or I remember there was one time we catered something that had white chocolate covered pretzels. And there was a big bowl of them sitting in the catering kitchen that was left over. And again, it was going to be thrown away. And so in a what felt like a moment of weakness, I allowed myself to eat some pretzels and I couldn't stop eating them. And I got so sick off those pretzels. I still to this day cannot eat a white chocolate covered pretzel. It makes me sick. But I know that I wouldn't have gone so crazy around those foods If I'd just been allowing them all along, if I just allowed myself to enjoy a handful of animal crackers here and there, or one or two cookies, or a handful of chocolate-covered pretzels, I wouldn't have felt the need to completely overdo it when I did allow myself to eat those foods. So I know it can seem counterintuitive, but it's really true that as soon as you allow those fun foods, give yourself permission to eat them, then a lot of the power and the allure that they hold is just gone. And you really do find yourself just naturally eating fewer of them. Once I gave myself permission to eat anything I wanted, the binging pretty much completely stopped. So I know this can be a scary step for a lot of people, but it really is key in getting to a more peaceful place with food. And just because you're giving yourself permission to eat whatever and however much you want, 
doesn't mean that you aren't going to still set some boundaries and some goals. It's just simply giving yourself the power back. You're not allowing food rules to control what and how much you eat. You are taking that control back. So that was the first big step. The next one was that I started eating regular meals. Once I started keeping myself fed throughout the day, those sugar cravings went down drastically because I wasn't relying on sugar for energy throughout the day. I remember so often several years ago, around two or three o'clock, maybe four o'clock, almost every day, I would get super tired and have really strong sugar cravings. And so I would often turn to chocolate chips or to some other high sugar food to give me that boost of energy. And it didn't dawn on me. I didn't really realize that a lot of times it's because I hadn't eaten breakfast and maybe I just had a few apple slices and a little bit of leftover sandwich from one of my kids at lunch and that's all I'd had all day. So my body was just screaming for some quick energy. I mentioned my daughter who drank the maple syrup. After a few instances like that, I started thinking and realized that on those days when she was going really nuts with sugar, maybe she had we had skipped lunch or she hadn't eaten enough throughout the day. So a lot of times it was probably the same thing. Her body was probably just looking for that quick source of energy. The third thing I started doing was eating much more mindfully. I started really allowing myself to slow down and enjoy my meals more. I tried to get as much satisfaction through my meals and also through the fun foods that I was eating instead of just quickly eating them, kind of shoving them down without really even tasting them. I started really listening to my body more and it was crazy when I realized that I naturally stop desiring sugar pretty quickly after I start eating a fun food. The first few bites taste great, but the more I eat, the less pleasure I start getting out of it. I've also noticed that when I really overdo it on sugar after one or two days, then I naturally just stop craving sugar for several days after that. Our bodies are so amazing. If we really tune in and start listening to them, they do quite a good job of helping keep us healthy and helping us find more balance. The fourth thing that I did was improve other habits in my life. I started exercising more regularly. I started doing a better job at staying hydrated. I started really paying attention to how much sleep I was getting. All of these other healthy habits just naturally helped reduce my cravings for, for sugar. In my online course, Health Through Habits, the module on sugar, on helping people respond to cravings and decide how much sugar they want to have every day and things like that, that module is near the end of the course. And some people have wondered why, because they feel like sugar is their main problem and they want to tackle it right away. But I put that module after the ones that help people do those things I just mentioned, exercise more and stay hydrated and eat mindfully and eat more regular meals and get sleep. Because again, just by focusing on those other habits and getting those things in place, those sugar cravings are going to go down on their own. You don't have to work to control your sugar cravings because they're just going to naturally go away. The fifth thing I did was learned how to handle my emotions in a healthier way. I used to turn to food when I was tired, when I was stressed, when I was bored. Foods high in sugar were a way to help me feel better. And I still do turn to those foods on occasion, but not nearly as often. They aren't my go-to. They aren't my only source of dealing with emotions like that. I've learned much more healthy ways to handle those emotions. 
And then finally, once I had all those other things in place, I learned how to set personal guidelines and created an accountability plan that I felt good about and that I felt still allowed me to have a good, healthy relationship with food. Once I felt secure in my food relationship, once I trusted myself and my body, then I felt like I was ready to take my health goals to the next level. So now I'm pretty conscious about trying to keep my sugar intake around the recommended amount of 20 to 25 grams of sugar a day. Again, I don't stress about this number. I don't track everything I'm eating to make sure that's what I'm getting. But like I talked about just a couple episodes again in the tracking food episode, every once in a while when I feel myself starting to overdo it on these foods again, then I'll do a week or two of tracking my fun foods, trying to gain a little more awareness and hold myself accountable and try to reestablish the habits that help prevent me from overdoing it on fun foods. You can go back and listen to episode 90 on tracking food for some of the pros and cons of tracking and times when it can be really harmful versus times when it can be helpful, such as in situations like this. And that was pretty much it. As I went back and thought about it, those are the main things I did to help myself get to a much more peaceful and healthy place when it comes to sugar and fun foods. So as you can see, this wasn't an overnight change. It was definitely a slow and gradual process for me. And of course, I still have my moments of overdoing it on sugar. I'm by no means perfect in this area, but I have fun foods all over my house that have been sitting there for months and months that I just don't even think about. And when I do enjoy them, it's generally in very small amounts and I get just as much satisfaction, if not more, out of treats in my life now than I did before when I was eating a lot more of them. So once again, those six things I did were I gave myself permission to eat all foods. I started eating regular meals, started eating more mindfully and enjoying my meals and my food more. I improved other habits in my life like exercise and getting enough sleep. I learned how to handle my emotions in a healthy way. And then once all of that was in place, I learned how to set healthy guidelines and hold myself accountable in healthy ways. So I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget there's only a few more days to take advantage of that 30% off coupon. Once again, that code is 2023. Crazy to think we only have a few weeks left of the year 2023. I know that this holiday season can be tricky with the amount of fun foods we're generally surrounded by. So please give yourself grace. Don't get down on yourself if you seem to be overdoing it on these foods. But hopefully you can use a few of the things I shared today to feel a little more in control and still honor your health during this holiday season. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. If you'd like help implementing what we've talked about today more fully into your life, come check out my self-paced program at healththroughhabits.com. You'll use the science and tools of habit formation to help transform your health and your mindset so that you can enjoy finding true health for yourself. I hope to work with you soon.